Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Carl Hutchinson Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Hutchinson. Well, here we are, episode 13. That's pretty cool, isn't it? 13, so that's a that's a quarter of the year. That's a, that's a cause for celebration, right? Cele- I nearly sang... I know you sang Celebrate Good Times there, but that's a dreadful song, isn't it? That's Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of those songs. Where, um, is that Cool in the Gang? It is. Yeah, Cool in the Gang. Celebrate Good Times, but it really makes you not want to celebrate anything. I think it's a, it's a dreadful song. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of 70s shite kicking about, isn't it? Where, it's, you know, people put it on and it's associated with having a good time. But the, in fact, the songs are fucking chronic, aren't they? Yeah, I want to comprise a list of like top 100 songs where you'd have to be an absolute fucking arsehole to actually enjoy. And I'd, I'd put Celebrate Good Times on there as well. God, the celebrations didn't last long there, did they? <laughs> Fuck's sake. Didn't last long at all. Celebrate Good t- What else do Cool in the Gang do? Do they? Get Down On It. Oh, God, that's another one as well. Get Down On It. Get Down On Oh, fucking hell. Jesus. Oh man, Cherish, Cherish is a good one though, Cherish is a brilliant one, I love Cherish, I, don't, I think, Cher- yeah, Cher- I'd put Cherish is better than Get Down On It or Celebrate Good Time, the Cherish is, um, oh how's it going in Let's take a walk together beneath the ocean shore, hand in hand, you and I, let's cherish every moment that we have been given I often pray before you lay down by your side And if you receive your calling before I awake Could I make it through the night? Cherish the love we have We should cherish the life we live How do I, Oh yeah, I, God, how do I know that? I can be mom. Yeah, me mom listened to like one of them Do one of them Time Life Classic CDs. Yeah, Time Life Classics, man. Remember them? It was like, it's because I used to watch wrestling when I was a kid. So it was on like 10 till 12 when you had uh, Sky Sports uh, on a Friday. Uh, and then you get the, let's just say the five minute free view. And I, th- I think that's all we need to say. And then you just channel surfing after that. Yeah, it was always them um, Time Life Classics. It was just, you just got like a little bit of each song, but you know the 
Time after time, this CD isn't available anywhere. Oh, is this burning and eternal? You're the voice trying to understand it. Make a noise and make it clearer. Time by now and get all this other shite. Cherish the love we have. We should cherish. Or is this burning and eat? Oh, no, I've done that one. And then I was like, um, maybe we can talk all night. So there we go. Singing. Done. How would I get on all of that? Oh, yeah. 13 episodes. Fucking hell. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the Carl Hutchinson Podcast. <laughs> Sophie called us rude. This week, we went to, uh, went to Milan Carter, went for it. We hadn't been out for like, I think we hadn't been out on a date for like a year or something because things have just been so busy with the tour. So Wendy said, I'll look after Lily, just get yourselves out and all that. So that was nice. That was lovely. But yeah, I can, right. She called us rude because I was trying to order a drink from the waiter. And Sophie's done a famous trick of I'll sit where I can see the waiter. Uh, Carl, you can't see anything but me. But then Sophie insists on me. Um, trying to get the waiter's attention. It's it, it's like a, it's an impossible task. I'm going to sit you back to back from everybody else, and you need to get everyone's attention. Fucking so that's going on, right? And and we're in this little bit where there's like six or seven tables, but there's one waiter just doing the rounds, and he was a really nice, friendly waiter and all that, a lovely guy, you know. And and then I was just about to like because he was me and the waiter were back to back, and he was serving another table, and it was this like older couple. And I just heard some like the dreaded words where you know that you're not going to get the waiter's attention anytime soon. The the other couple, I just heard them go, "So whereabouts in Greece are you from?" And you just go, oh, "For fuck's sake, man! Really? Do we really have to? You know what I mean? Like people who talk to the waiters, man, or just fuck off, will you? You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not the rest of our fault that used to have gotten out to say to each other anymore." And you just want to fucking chat to the staff to pass the time, right? It's it, it's annoying because the staff have got things to do. They've got to serve pricks like me, right? It's just whereabouts in Greece are you from? Just what you, well, you've been to Greece twice, are you? So you want to tell him that? That's all you. Or you don't care where he's from. You just want to tell him that you've been to Greece, don't you? It's just like oh, it's a fucking boring shite, isn't it? Just where? Oh, 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 <laughs> Clive. Clive, he's from Santorini. We went to Santorini, didn't we? Oh, we did. We did, yeah. Yeah. Barbara. Oh, we did, Barbara. We went to San... No, we went to... Co- we've been to Santorini and Corfu. And he's from there. He's from a place where we've heard of. And I'm, I'm so all that's going on in my head. I'm just... I'm annoyed at them. I'm not annoyed at the waiter. It's not his fault. But then I was like, right, fine. I'm not going to get served by him anytime soon because now he's the 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 customers have asked for his fucking life story and what you're going to do tell them to fuck off he's, he's obviously a nicer person than me so i'm just trying to talk and then sophie goes what's wrong with you and i go well i'm just trying to have a conversation with you so like there's nothing wrong like, well i can tell that you're trying to order a pint so do you want to just order that then i was like well i'm sorry that i can't do two things at once in my head. I can't be in two different places in my head. I can't maintain a conversation and also be on standby for whenever this couple relinquishes the fucking waiter that the hogging, the whereabouts in Greece. So, so eventually I just had to like turn so that I'm facing away from Sophie and I'm like looking at the waiter and like even then he didn't break his whereabouts in Greece from chat. So 
and this is why why this is why Sophie said it was rude because I just I just put my hand up like not like a <laughs> right not like a not in like a teacher school type thing not in a facetious way I wasn't trying to be you know I wasn't waving the waiter over or anything there was no movement of my hand the hand was simply up it was like a like a like, like acknowledging that I'm offside or a or a Nazi salute there's your <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> there, there'd be two ones to go. But you know what I mean? Just like a, a stationary hand up. And then the waiter like looked and he looked a bit like, do you know what I mean? Like, oh God. You'd, he looked at us like I'd click my fingers at him. I'm not, I'm just trying to like register that when you're done finishing to them two boring cunts, like, can you come over and, and can I have a pint, please? And and whatever Sophie wants as well, obviously. But yeah, but apparently that's, so, the, so because the waiter doesn't know how to end a conversation, because that couple have got nothing to say to each other, and because Sophie doesn't like the look of my face when I'm on standby waiting to order a drink, the 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 night was ruined. Uh, apparently, yeah, I was, I was rude. I was rude to the staff. That's what she said. Next day, you go, always oh, a night. You know, you try to like whitewash the argument, don't you? You go, always oh, a nice meal last night, wasn't it? Yeah, until you were rude. Oh, for fuck's sake, man. Just honestly, what's the fucking point? Just. That's why, if it was up to me, stop in. Stop in all the time. Just There's no need to go out. I've got everything I need in the fridge, and then and then you watch what you want to watch. Just, honestly, it's just such a piss on going out. Mind you, speaking of Corfu, you know, I got uh, done with some... Went on holiday. The, the holiday where it was me, Lily, and a couple of clowns. That one. I'd got, like, you know, say 1,500 quid's worth of spending money out at Asda, at the currency bit, and change it into euros. And then I went to go and pay for the hotel bill at the end of the, the holiday. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm all right in, uh, in cash. And they went, oh, anything over. It was a mad thing with, like, the Greek government. It was like, I think it's anti-money laundering. It was anything over a 1,000 euros has to be put on the card um, to, you know, I, I don't know why. But, it, again, it was something to do with money laundering. And I was like, oh, all right, okay. And it was a little bit over than that. So I was like, well, can I pay the extra on with cash? They went, no, because uh, you're also not allowed to split the bill at the hotel. Which I think was a bit bollocks, but... So yeah, essentially, so then I had to do the walk of shame back to Asda 13 days after I'd bought it from the same bloke who tried to get us some buyback thing. Like, oh, do you want to pay an extra 10 quid and you can buy it back at a same rate? And I was like, well, no, because I'm going to be spending the money, Mr. Dickhead. Well, the tables were turned. It was it was I who was the Mr. Dickhead in that. So then I had to come back, said, yeah, anti money laundering. They wouldn't let us pay cash. I need to buy all of this back at a shitty rate. Can you just... Uh, and then, I, and I don't know why, but you're like, oh, you know, if uh, if you had bought this, then I could have saved you in like 38 quid, which is, you know, it's a lot of money. And I was like, right, great. Yeah, can I can I go back in time and and do that? So you can save us the 38 quid. Oh, no, time travel doesn't exist, does it not? Right. Well, then fucking shut up and proceed with the transaction. <laughs> It's because I'm not allowed to talk to Sophie like this. <laughs> I've been called rude. I don't think I should have been called rude. So you're getting the brunt of it now. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners. I will be. Do you know when you, do you ever just have one of them weeks with your partner where you just you're not you're not firing on all cylinders and just every little thing you just you know nothing massive but you're just getting on each other's nerves a bit and all that. So what did I have to? Oh yeah. So we'll put the Christmas tree up on on Sunday, which was lovely. Sophie's got us round to Christmas. I never used to be a big fan of her. I could never really be arsed. I would you know hold back putting the tree up and all that like a big Scrooge, like a big Grinch. But now that you've got Lily, it's it's a whole different thing. And it was it was great. We had all the shit Christmas songs on you know the. 
you know, the two good songs and then the rest is bollocks. And I'll let you pick which ones, you know, it's usually the case. Anyway, so we've got the Christmas songs on. Sophie's putting the tree up. I'm kind of babysitting Lily. Babysitting. Babysitting my own kid. God, ah, oh, there you go. Yeah, oh, you're, oh, you think you're a good dad, do you? Hey, you don't babysit your own kids. You know, to, I, I don't know. I think I am a good dad, I think. But I shouldn't have said babysit, but I said to Sophie, I was like, yeah, I'm a good dad, aren't I? She was like, I think you're a fun dad. I think you're like a, <laughs> like a Mrs. Doubtfire dad. <laughs> and I was like, on, on what grounds? The more you think about it, like, she's definitely right, because, like, I'm there walking around thinking I'm fucking the best dad in the world. And then you go, right, well, what do you, well, I take her to the soft play, you know, I take her to her classes, um, I make sure she's she's dressed I feed her, and then you go, oh, fuck, that's kind of just over the, the bare minimum, really, isn't it, when you <laughs> when you look at it that way? <laughs> you go, you know, yes, I play with her, yes, I engage with her, yes, I make sure she's bath, bed, ready, you know, read to her, entertain her, and all that, but then you go... That's just what you should be doing. That's you know you can't you, you, that that if if that if I was getting offsteaded if I was getting offsteaded I think well if offsteaded it's like outstanding good requires improvement inadequate where would I be I think I would be somewhere in between honestly good and requires improvement when you think about it I go well I take her to her classes and I, and and make sure she's dressed uh, yeah but I don't wash any of her clothes I don't iron any of her clothes and then Sophie picks the outfits in the morning. Because if it was up to me, I've dressed her a few times and it looks fine. And then, no, you get told it's not at all. You know, she goes to like an art class and then she goes to music class, uh, football and all that. And, you know, I take her to those, take a trampoline. But then Sophie goes, well, yeah, but who who do you think puts in all the legwork to make sure what classes she's going to and picks the right clothes and when she's going to grow out of them? And basically all, I've got a boss, I've got a manager. All she does is tell us what to do and I do it some of the time. (laughs) So on that grounds, I think it's good in between. Good to acceptable. I think I'm at, right. If we were, if this was a teaching situation, if we're going down the offset route, Sophie's the real teacher. I'm the supply teacher. And Sophie writes the syllabus. So, so yeah. Yeah, I took Lily to a different soft play last week. It was a, there's a new one not too far from where we live. So the regular soft play, it was like seven quid. And then the one we went to, we went in and there was like just this, this a Santa. I mean, I was going to say this bloke dressed as Santa, but you know, went in and Santa was there. And I was like, oh, wait, wow. So... You know, and Santa had all of his presents, and you could get a photo with Santa. You could meet Santa and everything. I was like, oh, and then you had the regular soft play, like right there. So you've just got the you've got the soft play plus Santa. And I was like, oh, that's mint. I was like, hey, I didn't realize we're here on the same day as Santa. Fantastic. They're like, oh yeah. And then she pointed, and it was like, ah yeah, it was twenty five quid. So it's like a soft play went from being seven quid to twenty five quid because Santa was there. So you got you got a photo with Santa, and then you got a present, which ended up just being some chocolate coins, and you got you got a kid's meal. And she didn't eat a kid's meal. So basically I paid three times as much for a soft player and there was a bloke in the room dressed as Santa. And we we got a photo, so it's fine. You know, you're not I don't want to be a Grinch about it, so you just go, fine. You know, at that point you go, I'm not gonna go, I'll pay seven pounds and then what am I gonna do? Like divert Lily's eyes away every No, you can't look at Santa because we haven't paid for that, right? You can't <laughs> like if he's ho 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 and near the soft play, cover her ears and everything. So yeah, paid three times well, three and a half times as much for a soft play uh, because there was a bloke there dressed as Santa. But but that being said, it was still very good. So anyway, Christmas. Lily's she's got a toy hoover and she's just ramming it into the tree. So that's that's fun. And then I have to go and get the tree skirt. The skirt for the tree so it's, you can't see the legs at the bottom. 
and I have to get that out the garage. And we've got Lily's ice cream machine in the garage. It's like a toy ice cream, you know, fake ice cream. So that's in the garage because we're trying to just rotate the toys so she wakes up and she's not like overwhelmed with everything she's got and she can use different ones at different times. You rotate your toys, look it up, it's a thing. And when I got the tree skirt, I knocked one of the ice cream cones on the floor. And Sophie was like, what's the hold up for the tree skirt? And I was like, oh, I've just, I've dropped a little plastic ice cream cone and it's in the corner of the garage and I need to get it out and put it back. And then, is it important? Like, do you ever get that one? Do you ever, is it important? I go, yes, it is. First of all, is it important is very rude and obnoxious because... It, it simply means it's not important to me, therefore, how dare it be important to you? And it is important to me because if we don't get it now, that stuff's going to get piled into the garage. We're going to forget it's there and it's going to be missing forever. So you, you need to get in, get it, re- retrieve it, recover it. So, yes, it is important. So just little things like that. You know, is it important? Just just one of them weeks where you're just like, Durr! you ever find yourself arguing and like, you know, you've, you're arguing because, oh, Carl, you've, um, what have you done? I've I've asked you to I've asked you to tidy the garage. I've asked you to do this. I've asked you to do that. You haven't done it. And it's just one of them where you're just getting it getting it in the neck. I've asked you to change the bed, you haven't done it. Like and it's not an argument, but we were watching something on Netflix the other day and it was one of them horrible like husband has, you know, beat the wife, bloody, you know, held the kids in a basement. He's he's kept the wife away from the rest of her family and he's controlled her, manipulated her, just doing all this horrible shit. I just found myself jokingly nudging Sophie, just going, see? Like, <laughs> you see? See how bad you could have it? Like, I'm I'm not that bad in comparison, but that's... <laughs> that's not an argument, is it? You can't go. <laughs> you can't go, look, I'm not a murderer. <laughs> So fucking wind your neck in. Because <laughs> all you do there is go, it's a good job I'm not a murderer. <laughs> it's not an argument. It's really not. But even when we're watching something the other the other day, like we'd, we'd run out of stuff to watch. I can't remember what the last thing is that we'd watch. It was probably that murderer thing. And then we're just, we're in no man's land again, trying to find something. So I exhaust Netflix. And then you exa- you don't even exhaust Amazon Prime because I don't think the interface is... You don't know what you've got, do you? Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's it's three things, and then it's trying to get you to subscribe to Hey You or Paramount Plus, and it's and then it's got that thing saying free to me, which is annoying because I'm already paying for it, so don't call it free. You can't buy something and then, oh, it's free for you. So you you spend about two seconds on Amazon, yeah, fuck this, right? I can't, you know. So then you go back to Netflix, seeing what else you can get, and then yeah, it was the Responder, which is on iPlayer. So we ended up watching, and we couldn't remember. If mind you though, do you ever do you know when you just hand over the remote to your partner? Do you ever just go like I, I don't know what it is about watching somebody else being in charge of the remote, but like th- every move that you would do, they seem to do the opposite, don't they? Like I think I said this, like when you hand the remote to somebody, you just you look at them and you just go, Have you ever used a remote before? Do you know do you know what that thing is in your hand? Give us it back. I can't I can't watch you. Try to use this. I'm a joy to live with. So I ended up watching the Responder. And then we couldn't... I couldn't enjoy the Responder for the first half an hour. Uh, Responder, uh, Martin Freeman playing um, a Scouse copper. It's fantastic. I'm only only like uh, halfway through. There's only three episodes, I think, by the looks of it as well, which I'm a bit gutted about. But it's fantastic. Absolutely loving it. But we couldn't enjoy it 
Oh, I couldn't enjoy it because for the first half an hour, I was thinking, I've seen this. Like, I've, I've seen this. And so, was, no, no, you're thinking of Stephen Graham when he was in, uh, when he was a, an ex-hooligan or something like that, or an ex, uh, not a, was it a hooligan? Or an ex-racist or something? In one ear, out the other, Jesus. But So I'm thinking, ah, have I got me Freemans and me Grahams mixed up in a twist? Is this a Martin Lewis, Martin Lawrence thing again, have I? And then the specific scenes where he's in the house with the old lady who's died and he's nicking her baggy. That was very joy. The old lady, he's, he's in the old lady's house and he's stealing her cigarette tobacco. And I'm thinking, I've seen that. I've, I've, I've seen that. And I've seen the first scene. How many times are you going to say a scene, Carl? Where, where he's talking to the therapist. The therapist is the person who's sitting next to Tim at the office. So I had that thought that they've been in the same show together. They're in the responder and they've been in the office. And I remember thinking, yeah, that's mad. So I know I've had that thought. And then I realized, we've watched the Gogglebox segment. So I was like, all right, okay. Relief that we haven't seen it annoyed because then we had to go back and watch watch it all over again because I wasn't really taking it in because I was trying to think have I seen this before if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers with Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC your lip look whether it's subtle or bold can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But I'm glad. I'm glad that I'd just seen it on Gogglebox because for a second there I was like, oh, oh, am I just a big pisshead? And I can't even remember what I've seen before. And I can't even remember what I've watched before. Like, But it was a... <laughs> Because I've had that a few times as well. I've had I've been on a couple of stag do's where me and one of the lads, Kevin, um, me and him, we got so drunk by the end of the night. It was like one, two, you know, time to go home. But we went back to the hotel via it was in Portugal. We went via these dodgems. So we just got on the dodgems steaming at like one in the morning. 
And then the whole day, the next day, were obviously hung over, got back on it because it was a stag do, and then didn't, like, had a big chat with each other, but didn't, both of us had forgotten the dodgems even happened. And we just, like, lived a whole day, like, not even acknowledging it, not remembering it, until the next day when we were walking back again, and we were like, hey, should we do the dodge? And we went, where is And we both had this look on our face, we went, wow, we've both... Eh, we we did this last night. It's like Christ, I remember now. It's like you are living two different lights, like the sober you and then the, the pisshead version of yourself. Oh god, that stag do as well. One of the other lads, Neil, he was uh he he, he got so drunk one of the nights, uh I was in charge of getting him home. Like I, he was so bad that I was like the responsible one. Mr. Forgetful Dodgems man was the designated he's the one who can get Neil home on this particular night. And we're walking back and then and I was like, and I didn't know him that well, you know, because uh, it was like friend of a friend. It's all stag do stuff, you know. And I was like, uh, Neil, do you know your, do you know your room number? No, I don't. No, no. like you could barely speak, you could barely walk, and then I'm walking him back. And my thing is, you know, it gets to about one in the morning. I'm like, I'm ready for bed, you know. So I think that's probably why I was a designated guy because, you know, pe- people who stay up dancing and all that I can't, I can't be. I don't want to take any. I don't want to take anything. Like, I'm just drinks my thing. Not judging anyone, but you know, I don't want to take anything and stay up. Christ knows, I, I want to drink, and I want bed, and I want, and I'll go via some food. That's my, that, that, yeah, I can't get. You know, I'm a simple man. That's, that's what I enjoy. So we're walking back to the hotel, but we're going via every hot dog and burger. I think I had about three hot dogs on the way home. It was lovely. Would have got four, but uh, the people in front of us were going, "Whereabouts in Greece are you from?" So walking back, <laughs> so I'm walking back with Neil. You don't know your room number, so. There's our stag do, and then there's this big German stag do as well, and they're all staying at the hotel. Now, to the Portuguese hotel staff, we must all look and sound the same because I had to get Neil in front of the reception desk, and I was like, his name is Neil, and he doesn't know his room number. I'm trying to do my best sober drunk for, hello, good evening. How is, are you? How are you? And I said, he doesn't know his room number. I'm like, all right, well, give us your details, give us your name and all that. And so cut him a key and just, right, so, was, you know, I'd say his room was one, two, three. So it was like, right, I'll walk Neil to one, two, three. Open the door for him. There you go, mate. Get yourself to bed, close it. Walk down the stairs thinking I've done a grand job. And then actually the the dad, you know, the, the dad of the stag, um, his mate, you know, it's like when it's a stag dude, it's always like uh, the stag, the stag's dad. And then the stag's dad has to come with a mate so that the stag's dad's not by himself. So it was the stag's dad's mate came around. He came around and he was just in his underpants. He, he sleepwalks and he was just walking around in his underpants. And I was like, are you all right, mate? You He's like, oh, they've locked us out, haven't they? And I was like, well, I don't think anyone's locked you out. I think you've... I was like, will you be all right? He was like, yeah, I'll, I'll handle it. Like, I was like, right. He's obviously sleepwalking and, you know, and he got back. He got back to the room, no bother as well. So it, it's something that he just must do but he was just so the next day we're talking and <laughs> and I was like hey, did you get back alright there did you and he was like oh yeah I just every now and then I'm, I just have to do a bit of sleepwalking you know in me and he called his underpants his dudleys so his underpants duds dudleys he's like oh, I'm in me in me dudleys so him <laughs> so him and the stag's dad for the rest of the stag do were known as the Dudley Boys, and that's that is Stag Patter One Hundred and One. I think every, I mean if I see them together now, I will still call them the Dudley Boys. They are they are the Dudley Boys henceforth. Anyway, I see Neil finally emerge. It's like midday, and he's going over, 
and he's buying drinks for the rest of the, the German stag do. And I was like, oh, that's very generous of Neil. I wonder if he's going to get the round in for us as well. He didn't. And I, and I came back. And he came over, and I was like, how come you, you've just got four pints in for them? He's like, I well, I ended up in one of their beds last night. <laughs> <laughs> so what's happened is <laughs> I've, I'm Mr. Responsible I'll get you home I've cut him a key for this German stag do and I've I've let him in I've literally walked him into this room and this guy's obviously not got back from out or he's got up for a piss and he's got back like Goldilocks he's just found some British stag in his bed and he's just and apparently just all hell broke loose he was kicking off there was no violence but it was you know he was he was promptly ushered out of out of this German guy's bed so that that that's why you should never let me walk you home <laughs> oh god I apologize to him every time I see him for that that's great Oh, so I've got some follow-ups as well. I've got some follow-ups. There was a the greasy-haired fuck that I spoke about on the bus. Apparently, a lot of people know who he is. I'm not going to see his name. I've been told his name a few times now from various people on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh, but but apparently, he it's not just me that he has been particularly unsavory to. I don't want to name him. I kind of feel bad that like I've I don't want to bully him or anything. But I've I also heard that a few people have said that they've seen other bus drivers. <laughs> kick off when they have to get into in, into the driver's seat after he's done a shift because apparently he fucking stinks as well. <laughs> so that's good. That's a nice bit of good news. That's a, a nice... <laughs> a nice, harmless, wholesome family heartwarming story for everybody right there. The guy I spoke of is not only monkey in his personality, he's monkey in his personal hygiene too. So, Merry Christmas. Oh, and yeah, and some other people said, Carl, the, uh, you know, you, you didn't really go into much detail about what you've what you've stole from self-service machines. Remember last week when I was spoken about who hasn't done a little bit of theft at the self-service? The, when I lived in Manchester, I went to go and get a packet of the Sainsbury's Taste the Difference, Extra Special, whatever the whatever the good, you know, whatever the fucking... Hey, don't get that shite. Get this version. Whatever that is. I got four of their milk chocolate chip cookies. I used to love them. £1.65 they were. They probably went up now, but £1.65 at the time, which was a lot, you know, back then. It was a lot. Ten years ago. Talking about over 40 pence a cookie. I remember I was at the, and I was at the self-service and I scanned them and I've never seen this before. It just said, is this price correct? And I went, eh? Well, yes, of course it's correct. So it had the option to go yes or no. So I just went yes and that would be that. And then I went, hold on, has that just given me the option to say no? So I go back in and I went and got another packet of cookies. This is two now. I was on my way to the comedy store to go and do a new stuff run by Toby Hader. And now I've got two packets of cookies. So the second packet, I scan it and it said, is this price correct? Yes or no? So I, I clicked no, right? And then it came up and it said, please enter the correct price. And I was like, what? So it just let you set the price. So I just put in 50p and then enter just to check. And I was like, okay, now you owe us the machine, you owe the machine 50p. And I was like, okay. So I'm walking out going, that was pretty, pretty neat. And then I went back in for a, th- a third time and I got a couple of packets of cookies and I scanned it and it said, is this price correct? And I said, no. I said, please enter the correct price. And I just rang them all in for a penny. Couldn't believe me, look. I was so buzzing. I said to Alan Cochran, and, and I was like, hey, who wants cookies? I've got like eight packets or something, right? <laughs> and um, 
and he was like, oh, yeah, why, why did you get so many, Carl? And I told him the whole, is this price correct? Yes or no, no one, and I enter for a penny. And, you know, if, if, if you've seen Alan, or you know Alan, you know he's very, like, he's very dry, and he, he just went, and he, he took his time, he went, Carl, I think that's called um, stealing. That's theft, Carl. <laughs> but I don't know, how would, you, how would you defend that? You just go, well, I thought the machine was asking me what I should pay for the, the price. I don't, I don't know how that glitch actually happened, but um, I think I got away with it a couple of more times. Every now, it would just catch you off guard. You would just scan it, and then it would go, is this price correct? And just very quickly, no one enter, no one enter, no one enter. And then I got caught at the, the one near Nottingham, Nottingham, uh, Nottingham Canals, Canal Street. The one right next to the train station pressed it and it just went, no one enter. And the, the guy who worked there was behind us. He went, have you just rang that in? Is it? And I was like, um, and he just went, give us those. And he cancelled the whole thing and he like scanned it. And he was like, right, off you go. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So uh, it was a good run. It was a good run for a while. I think uh, maybe it was 10. I think I got 10 packets there. I would be interested to know what people's views are on if you're in the queue for the self-service and then and you can see that there's a machine free, but you're not the person who's about to go. There's one person in front of you, but for whatever reason, they, they're on the phone or they're just dawdling or whatever, and they don't see that there's a free machine. Now I would just tap the person on the shoulder and go... Excuse me, I think I think you are you paying cash card. You know, I think the appropriate ones for you up there. But when I lived in Manchester, I don't know what the hell was wrong with us. I just used to walk. I just used to like push in front, and then they go, "Is it pushing in?" No, like we're all in the queue. We're all should be. If you're not in the queue to look at what's available in front of you, why are you in the queue? It's not a fucking theme park. It's not a not a museum. You're in the queue for a purpose. If you aren't fulfilling your purpose, get out of the way. That's not very nice, but I, I would I would like to know what what's your view? Carl Hutchinson Podcast at gmail.com. Should you be allowed to push in? Should you be a nice, polite member of society and just tell the person um, in front of you? You know when all the cost of living stuff was happening and all the food prices were increasing. There was I was in Asda and this bloke came over and I was just I was looking trying to just get some mints. I was making a bolognese. And a bloke came over and he just went uh and he went, you seen this? Have you seen this? And he was holding a, a, a steak. And it was like a fillet steak. And it was about 30 quid. And I was like, oh, God. I was like, well, I guess force you to ask the Do you know what do I say to that? Do you know what I mean? Ooh, it's terrible. Like, we all know it's terrible. Do you know what I mean? Why are you, why are you showing me? I don't care. I'm not, I, don't, I don't want a steak. So you go, so I was going, ah, you know, oh, really, really makes you just wonder, decide to think how much you really want a steak, doesn't it? What, do I, what am I meant to say to it? You know it's like some sort of, I don't know what's going on, it's like some sort of Mad Max thing. And I've not seen Mad Max, right? I, can't, I know what he's getting at, like some post-apocalyptic thing, but I, I chose to ignore the Mad Max reference, just to have a bit of fun. He's like, oh, you see, oh, it's like some sort of Mad Max thing. I was like, wow, well, you know, in a restaurant, you'd probably pay 30 quid in a restaurant, so you probably, if you want to stay, you're probably better off going there, just make sure you don't get the fucking Greek waiter or the couple who wants to chat to him. Clive! Clive, he's from Greece. Ah, you're better off. Uh, and then he just looked at us and he, and he went, ah, yeah. And he doubled down on it. He just went, yeah, it's like some sort of, uh, it's like something out of Mad Max. It's like, isn't it? And I was like, oh, I've got him here. I'm reeling him in. So I, said, <laughs> so I said, you know, you're probably better off just having a bit of chicken. You know, it's healthier for you as well. And, and he just, he couldn't take that I wasn't acknowledging him. So he just, he, he tripled down. He went, 
I don't know if you've seen the film Mad Max, but it's it's like something out of that. And I went, I've not seen it, mate. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> but I made him say Mad Max three times. Like 30 quid for a steak. Like, Jesus. He's, he's right, though. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely like something out of Mad Max, I'm sure. But I you know, just have a, get a couple of sausages. Get some sausages. Get some bacon. Have a big, I'm a big fan of a, a full English breakfast for your dinner. I'm a big, haven't had one of them for, for ages as well. Obviously, you know, I'm not a monster as well. You keep your you keep your eggs on one side, you keep your beans on the other, and you know, never the two shall meet. I know some some people don't care about that. You know what I'm not a big fan of? People who put ketchup or brown sauce on the breakfast. I think that's wrong. I think your beans your beans is enough. That's your beans is your sauce. Do you want ketchup? Do you want brown sauce? No, I've got beans. Beans are gonna be doing all the legwork that ketchup or brown sauce would do. Yeah, I don't I don't really trust anyone who mixes the sauces. I think it's it's a very, very grotesque thing to to look. I think back to when I was at school and you could get. I saw some lad once with like a slice of pizza, so cheese and tomato pizza, and he had chips. But then he had like gravy all over the chips and the pizza, and then he had a bit of curry sauce as well. So you're talking about tomato sauce, curry sauce, and gravy. He basically had chips and then like some sort of soup that had collected in the middle of the pizza. So am, am I wrong? Am I a psychopath? Is that horrible? Let us know. Carl Hutchinson Podcast at gmail.com. Well, that's all we've got time for. Thank you all very much for listening. As always, have a lovely week, and I'll see you again same time next week. Goodbye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.